It's said that your real life begins where your comfort zone ends. Well, it's about to get real as we have radically authentic conversations to help you thrive in your personal and professional life while navigating the twists and turns of being human. Buckle up, because this might get uncomfortable. Starts right now with Whitney Lordson. Hello from Massachusetts. Once again, I am going to talk about the Natural Products Expo. It's interesting over the years of doing this podcast, I've talked about the fancy food show. That might have been the first trade show I mentioned on this show. That was in January 2020, right before the pandemic started. And then in March 2020, the Natural Products Expo that happens on the West Coast was canceled due to COVID. Very last minute, actually, Jason, who was the co-host of the show back then, he and I did this live podcast episode. And it's really interesting to look back on because I didn't even know how to refer to COVID at the time. I think it was called the coronavirus. And then people started calling it COVID. So it was a whole different time. And I'll link to that in the show notes if you're curious, you know, or you want to be reminded minded of how much had shifted and and my mindset on covid has shifted so much over time but that's not what this episode is about and then expo east as they call it for short which happens on the east coast every september that also got canceled in 2020 so i think i've done episodes on the expo once it started again last year and i'll link to that if i did in fact do the episode i just don't remember <laughs> but today i am going to talk about my favorite products that i found what the experience was like and just give you an overview of what's to come, what's trending. This is in the natural products world. Of course, I focus on plant-based products. I'm also going to mention things like are gluten-free, keto, or low sugar. These are the items I'm very drawn to. I'm also going to share some sweets, some things that I don't eat that frequently, but I really enjoy indulging in. Some items that are not even on shelves yet. Some items that maybe have been around and perhaps you've never heard of before. And this is going to cover food, beverage, Beverages, I think a little body care, although at the show, I tend to focus a lot on the food side of things. Beverages are really big this year, and I have a few to bring up. And I'm also going to include links to each product or the company. If the product's not available yet, you go on their website, keep an eye out. And I'm also going to have some photos on there for the visuals. If you want to watch the YouTube video that will be out at some point, I really thought I was going to catch up during my travels, catch up to uploading content to YouTube for this channel, but it hasn't happened. And this is a little side note. I am amazed that I haven't had a ton of downtime, even though I've been traveling for almost two months. I thought I would get out here to my parents' house and be super chill and relax and have all this spare time to catch up on work. And today, actually, right before I started recording this episode, I was feeling really anxious because there's more to do today than I wish there was. I wish that I could just lay around and do nothing. Now, granted, I do spend as much time doing nothing as possible. For example, after I finish recording this, I'm going to go lay in the hammock at my parents' house. It's a really crisp pre-rain fall day. And I want to savor that because I'm going to be leaving here this coming weekend, which is the first week of October. And I'm trying to just savor it, just take in that fall East Coast feeling and spend as much time doing nothing as possible. So anyways, it doesn't have much to do with this episode aside from the fact that I wish that I could 
catch up quicker on getting these videos up on YouTube. But as I've mentioned, one of the sponsors of this show has been Zencaster. And thanks to them, they have made it easier. <laughs> they don't fully do the work for you. I still need to go back to a year's worth of videos and produce them, as it's called, turn them into nice looking videos, and then bring them over to YouTube, upload them, right? Well, I guess the titles and descriptions are already done, but create thumbnails. <laughs> it's a lot of work. So that'll come. And I mostly want to be transparent with that because episodes like this, I think are really neat because you could treat them like a haul, I suppose. So for those of you just listening to the audio, you can see some of the images on the show notes page over at wellavator.com. That's W-E-L-L-E-V-A-T-R.com. And as I mentioned, the links will be there. They're going to be throughout the transcript. If you've never been to the website before, every episode has a full transcript. It's kind of like a blog post and there'll be images integrated into it, links throughout. And if you scroll all the way to the bottom, there's a whole resource list with every single link in one place. So I want to make it really easy. Some of those might be affiliate links. Sometimes I use Amazon, but I, even that is really time consuming. So they might just be links directly to the website to make it super easy for you to figure out where to buy them. So with no further ado, let's dive in. But first, a little ad break. A brief pause from this episode to shout out one of the episode sponsors, Zencaster, who I absolutely love. I'm so thrilled to have them sponsor this show because I talk about them all the time. They have played such a huge role in this podcast, in my growth. I feel like I've been growing alongside Zencaster, learning so much about podcasting. Every time I do an episode, I'm thinking, how can I improve this? What else can I tweak? And Zencaster thinks the same way as a company. They take feedback so well. They are constantly optimizing this platform. And to paint a picture, it is a website that you go to and you just press record to start recording audio, video if you would like. You can do it in 4K. And best of all, it's amazing for having guests. The ability I've had to reach people all around the world in terms of you, the listener, but also having these amazing conversations with other people that I've never even met face to face, but I do it so effortlessly through Zencaster as a platform. They even have features to edit your video and audio, to distribute it through all the major players and to monetize it. I'm actually monetizing because of Zencaster. They have made that so much easier. And I hope that you are loving this episode and this entire podcast. If so, I appreciate you taking the time to listen and consider if you are thinking about starting your own podcast or you already have one, Zencaster is one of the number one tools I recommend. So with no further ado, <laughs> we're going to get back to the episode. But if you are interested in checking out Zencaster, you can actually use my code WELLEVATORZEN, W-E-L-L-E-V-A-T-R-Z-E-N, at Zencaster.com slash pricing. You can receive a 30% off discount off of your first three months of Zencaster Professional that I use. I want you and all podcasters to have the same simple experiences that I have with all of my podcasting and content needs. And believe it or not, everyone has an amazing story to tell, including you. And I think it's finally time for you to tell your story. So I hope you check it out back to the amazing episode that I'm recording on Zencaster right now. 
I'm not going to go in into any particular order with the products today. I Actually, if there is an order, it's the order in which I tried things. And the very first thing I want to shout out today is one of my favorite things from the whole trade show. First of all, to give some context, if you've never heard me talk about the Natural Products Expo today, let me explain what it is. It is an industry-only trade show for people who work in the natural products world. And I attend as a member of the press. So for me, I'm looking for products that I can recommend to people like you. I do not get paid to go. And I also don't have to pay anything to get in. A lot of people ask, how can I go to this show? Well, you have to work in the industry. So you could do that through social media influencing, blogging, podcasting, any type of work that qualifies as media. And they do have the threshold for how many followers you have just to make sure that you're legitimate and not some person gaining the system. You can also go in if you're a retailer, if you're a traditional journalist, if you are working with a brand, there's all different categories and you can check it out on the Natural Products Expo websites. There's one for Expo East, expoeast.com, which is the one I'm referring to today. That has been happening in Philadelphia recently. It used to happen in Baltimore. And expowest.com is for the Western version of the trade show, which is in Anaheim, California. I try to go to both events every year because I love trying new things. I love talking about it. But I do want to mention something important when it comes to recommending products is that because so much of my work has been rooted in being mindful about sustainability, I don't want to encourage you to overconsume. And that's a huge drawback, even though the Natural Products Expo does prioritize sustainability as best they can. There's so much waste. And the waste is interesting because for me, when I walk into this trade show, my brain automatically switches into this almost gluttonous mode where I just want to consume. I feel just like this intensity within myself. And maybe it's a natural human desire to like, I don't know, is the right word forage or pillage or like just like grab as much as possible. And I have to check myself a lot. I have to notice what things are important, what things really align with my values, what things align with my body. A little side note is that today I'm having a food reaction to something I must have had yesterday yesterday. And because I'm really sensitive to foods, a lot of times when I go to these shows, I kind of like prioritize taste over like health, I guess. And I end up leaving not feeling so great. So I think in being intentional about what we buy, what we eat, what we consume in general is so important for our health, for the environment, for our money too. I also want to be so transparent that to think through these purchases, do you need these? Do you really want them? Is this something that you want to spend your money on? Now, the benefit is, especially with the products I tend to be drawn to is a lot of them are small businesses. So you can support an entrepreneur. You can support somebody who's super passionate about these products. And I'm going to tell some stories about the people that I've met behind each one. And you can look on their website to see what missions they have, what packaging they use, just like get as much information about transparency as possible. And on that note, another thing that I loved about this particular show, I mentioned how beverages were really big this year. There's so many different drinks of all categories. There were also a lot of businesses from people of color, from women, which stands out because in the past, when I've been to these events, they felt really dominated by white people and a lot of men, a lot of older businessmen. And it hasn't felt as focused on small businesses, uh, mission-driven businesses, companies that care about sustainability. I am seeing a shift. And this particular event is a really a great opportunity to see what's up and coming. 
So with no further ado, I think I already said that, but I really mean it now. Let me just start talking about some of the products and I'll share the stories along the way. The first one, as I mentioned, was one of the first things I tried at the show, which was four days long. The first day was a Wednesday and I sampled a product that was a savory protein bar. I've had a few of these over time, but this one stands out as being really unique. It's called Afar and I'm holding it up. I will put a picture of this in the show notes too, because it was, I didn't keep track of how many products I loved, but I would guess top 10, maybe even top five. I loved it so much. The company has four different flavors, at least that I got to try. I was really drawn to the Japanese miso, which has miso, sesame, ginger, and rice vinegar as flavors. It was or is, not going to say in the past, but full of protein, not very high in sugar, vegan. It's described as crunchy and light, gluten-free. And it even says right here in the back, POC owned. I met the founder. He's an Asian man and was really kind. I love the packaging too. It's absolutely beautiful. The Japanese miso has this pretty purple and pink packaging with a mountain on it. Absolutely fantastic. 10 out of 10, as they say. Now, I have some of the products in hand which I'm showing on video for the YouTube version, but some things I don't have the actual product to show. So again, that'll be in the show notes or at the least linked. I didn't get a good picture of this next brand, so they probably won't be in the show notes, although they were one of the highlights for me and also owned by a POC family. I hope POC is a correct term. This is a black family that owned this business and it's called New Breed. They make absolutely fantastic burgers. But this picture I took, they also have plant-based chicken, which I did not try. So it looks like they're focused on plant-based beef and chicken products and their burgers were absolutely delicious. They actually say on the packaging, nutritionally delicious. It's kind of hard to say. So new breed. And I hope that they'll be easy to find. I think that a far company will offer the products online. New breed though is a refrigerator to frozen product. So my fingers are crossed that they show up in stores soon. I absolutely love them. I'm drooling just thinking about them right now. A brand that I've been familiar with and the first beverage brand that I'll mention is Olipop's new flavor. Dr. Goodwin, supposed to be like a Dr. Pepper. Their whole line are sodas that support digestive health. And they have prebiotics. I don't know if they have probiotics in them too. Botanicals and plant fiber. They're really delicious. They have just fantastic flavor. And I was excited to try that new one. Another drink that impressed me because I love boba tea is this tea bags, not a powder, not a can, but bags of tea from, I think it's called Pinky. Oh, that makes sense. Because like when you drink tea, your, your pinky finger goes up and the box said boba tea on it. So I walked over and asked what it was all about. They package the tea in the bags with these little tiny tapioca pearls. So just like regular tea bags, you put it in hot water and it infuses it with the boba tea flavor. They have a mochi ice cream boba, a butterfly tea boba, and a mango guava. Oh yeah, and the, and the brown sugar, which tastes like a classic boba tea. Their packaging is also beautiful. And the woman that was representing them was so nice. I just got really high vibes from them and I got a bunch of packets. I haven't had them since the show, but I can't wait to have it again. I'm probably going to add in my own tapioca pearls, which by the way, there was a company at the show. I'm not going to mention their name, but I'm pretty sure they make the boba tea, the instant boba tea you can get in the frozen section of Trader Joe's right now. If you haven't tried it yet, it is so good. Very sweet and sugary, but perfect boba texture. All you do is boil 
the packets in water. Maybe you can microwave them too. I've only done the water method and you just add that into whatever milk or tea or even coffee that you want. It comes with a straw, which I don't really like because there's like all these plastic straws in there when you could use a reusable boba tea straw. Anyways, I think the company that produces them for Trader Joe's was at the show and they had taro flavors and all these different types of boba tea and it was so, so good. I'm just not going to mention their name because these companies have to be really secretive about whether or not they supply to Trader Joe's. It's kind of weird because then Trader Joe's puts their own label on it and it's totally agreed upon. But they, I guess Trader Joe's doesn't want people to know what the actual brand is. That's what I've heard at least. The next product that really impressed me is, I believe pronounced Yondu. It's a vegetable umami all-purpose savory seasoning, organic in a glass bottle. So pretty sustainable packaging. All you need is a teaspoon of this stuff and it turns into this absolutely fantastic broth. When I tried it, I was blown away. Did I mention that you put it in water? <laughs> that tiny teaspoon you put into some hot water, instant broth. I love the packaging too. It's kind of like has an hourglass shape to it that's just super appealing and I can't wait to have more. They gave me a bottle to take home and I'm just like waiting for a good opportunity to use it again. The other brand that I will mention that was not vegan, I didn't realize that when I tried it. It contains honey. I got so caught up with the label and the woman, the founder, telling me the story of the brand. I didn't even check the ingredients and then later realized it has honey in it, which I don't typically consume. But worth mentioning for those of you who do consume honey, it's this company I don't fully know how to pronounce. It's spelled H-R-B-V-O-R. So it's kind of like Wellevator. So I'm guessing it's herbivore. Oh, maybe it's herbivore or herbivore. I'm going to guess herbivore. And they are the sparkling and flat teas. They came in two different forms, three flavors. One's called Focus, which has Tulsi, rosemary, sage, and basil. The next is Calm with chamomile, lemon balm, passion flower, lemongrass, and butterfly pea. So it's really pretty. And the third was Revive or is, I don't know why I keep saying the past tense, is Revive, hibiscus, moringa, lemongrass. Oh my gosh. Another product that's making me drool thinking about them. Their flavors were unlike anything I've tried in that form before. So good. Oh, and their packaging is beautiful too. Another beverage brand that was part of a big trend. I've seen the last two years at the Natural Products Expo are alcohol alternatives. And I actually think these are going to become more important for me because alcohol seems to be really impacting me in a negative way. Last night, I shared a can of beer with my friend Elizabeth. It was a gluten-free beer, but I've noticed every time I drink that beer that I have a bad reaction. And I'm not 100% sure if it's the beer or something I'm pairing with the beer, but it seems to be that alcohol is really impacting me. I'm just getting that hunch. And you know, I don't really need to drink alcohol. And I also don't really like alcohol for the buzz. I like alcohol for the flavor or the experience. So why wouldn't I drink a non-alcoholic product that still gives me great flavor and experience? I have a number of them to share with you that I'm going to dabble. Ooh, I have one in my basket to share on screen. But before I do that one, I want to mention this brand. I think it's pronounced Day... Ooh, I don't know. Either Day Soul or Day soy. I'm not sure. D-E-S-O-I-I, -I, I think is how it's spelled. And I took a really blurry picture of it accidentally, but the flavors were wonderful and the packaging is absolutely beautiful. The other brand, well, there's a few. I'm going to mention two right now. One of them is Mocktail Club.
Club, which I'm holding up on YouTube for the viewers. They have a line of, I believe, four flavors of canned premium crafted non-alcoholic cocktails. I'm holding one called Bombay Fire, which is pomegranate tea and chili peppers made with all natural ingredients and flavors, super fruit with antioxidants, simple and clean ingredients, caffeine free, 27% juice, pretty high in the sugar content, but so worth it. Also drooling thinking about the flavors. They were fantastic. They have flavors from around the world too, which was kind of neat. And they're lightly sparkling. I believe also owned by a black woman and she was super nice. I think she was the owner, whoever she was. She was a fantastic rep for the brand and had a very positive experience. Another brand that doesn't fully count as an alcohol alternative, but is something that you can pair with alcohol or just have on its own is this tree water brand called Asarasi, maybe? I'm holding up their sparkling tonic, which a lot of people use to make cocktails. You could pair this with a alcohol-free, the term, spirit. In the past, I've done videos and talked about Seedlip. I also really love this other brand that I'm blanking on them. They were at the, the expo. It'll come to me later. But there are companies that make these wonderful spirits that have all the great complex flavors of something like a whiskey or a vodka. And you can add them to drinks like this tonic I'm holding up. And this one was really neat because it's in a glass bottle. They also have canned versions. It's USDA organic and there's zero sugar, sodium or calories. It has an absolutely wonderful flavor. It's actually very hard to find a delicious sugar-free tonic water. And this one just blew me away. They have a whole line of sparkling beverages made from tree water. And speaking of sustainability, this company was interesting because the woman there was sharing with me how a huge percentage of product is wasted when people are making maple syrup. It was something like 80 or 90% of what comes out of the trees when they're tapped for maple syrup is wasted because it goes through some sort of process. It wasn't a steam process. It was like reverse osmosis or something like that is how they make maple syrup. And so it's separating the water from the syrup and so much water is often just discarded. So this company partners with maple syrup brands and buys the water from them. So the maple syrup brand is making money and thus also becoming more sustainable by selling it to this company and they can make all these delicious flavors. So I thought that was a really cool story and process to learn about. And I think I have some more non-alcoholic products to share too. There were a number of plant-based ice creams at the show. One that brand new is from a company I love called Wicked Kitchen. Wicked Healthy is the brand from Chad Sarno and Derek Sarno, who I've known for years. Amazing men, incredible plant-based chefs, and they have a new line of these plant-based ice creams coming out. I have to say I didn't love it, <laughs> but so this is brand new and I only tried one flavor it was the birthday cake flavor. And I heard that the guy that was sampling it was like, oh, that's not my favorite one, but I didn't have the room to eat more. That's part of the challenge at these expos with literally over a thousand brands at these expos, you get so full, even if you're just having a bite of samples. So I want to try this product again because I really believe in what they're doing. Speaking of Wicked Kitchen, I also tried their Bourguignon, which is one of their ready-to-eat products. Hearty chickpeas and mushroom stew with sweet potatoes and fried onion, slow cooked to perfection. And you just put this in the microwave. I actually didn't have access to a microwave, so I took it out of the container and heated it up on the stove, had it for dinner one of the nights after the show, and it was really, really good. I cannot digest chickpeas very well, so sadly I can't have products like this very often, but 
it. The taste was fantastic. They make some really great products that you just add water to. They're wonderful for travel and camping. I just think Wicked Kitchen does a fantastic job overall. Next, oh my gosh, speaking of ice cream, this one kind of overshadows Wicked Kitchen because it was unique and absolutely delicious. Nada Moo is known for wonderful plant-based ice cream, now has a frozen snack as they call it. It's almost like a mochi ice cream. I don't know what the outside is because it wasn't rice. It might have been like pea protein. I'm not sure. I don't have the ingredients in front of me, but there are these little ice cream balls covered in some sort of delicious ingredients. And their salted caramel was amazing. So frozen, pop in your mouth. Oh, I mean, chewy as it says, creamy and delicious all in one bite is how they market it. There's only six per bag, which is probably a great thing. And they were a good size. So you could have one and feel really satisfied. I love things like that because sometimes I don't want to eat a whole bowl of ice cream. I just want a little taste. I'm definitely going to buy those. Speaking of things, I can't wait to buy and will would put in my top 10, maybe top five products at the show. It's from the company Evolved. They make some of my favorite, if not right now, my number one favorite vegan keto sweet treat. I love their little bites, I guess they call them. Or wait, they're like peanut butter cups. They have this new brownie batter flavor. I have one here, but it doesn't have a label on it. So if you go to their website or the show notes for this episode, I'll put a picture of it. Oh my gosh. It's white vegan chocolate on the outside and in the inside, this unbelievable chocolate brownie. Oh yeah, it's it's really up there. And they were so nice at the booth. This is something I notice a lot when I go to these trade shows is that I'm really sensitive to people's energy. And so if the people at the booths are rude or they don't care, or they're not passionate and they're not the founders, like you can have such a bad experience with the brand. But the brands that have amazing people on their team make me love the products even more. And Evolved was one of those examples. Another great example that just happens to be next on my list is a plant-based cheese company called Rind, which I did not realize was run by this amazing man I've known for years named Joshua Catcher. He is someone that I don't know if he's still in the, the fashion space, but you have to look him up if you don't know him. He's just done amazing work and running a men's vegan fashion line. Which again, off the top of my head, I don't know if he's still doing it or if this brand Rind is his main focus, but he makes these gourmet cheeses along with his co-founder and they're beautiful. The packaging is absolutely stunning. They feel very luxurious and just delightful. So they're kind of like a nice splurge. If you want to really impress someone, you want to get fancy with a vegan cheese plate, definitely got to try this brand. Next up are products from Carbonat, which makes plant-based keto friendly products. They have a gluten-free and a gluten-full uh, line. So I guess it's all one line, but two different options. And I didn't realize that they had a low-carb pizza crust. I have not seen it in stores yet. They also have a low-carb, gluten-free vegan tortilla. And I've tried their bagels before. They have a new lemon blueberry flavor that was fantastic. And I love their bread. Personally, it's hard for me to enjoy because the bread contains corn like a little bit of cornstarch, I think, and I'm super sensitive to corn. But they're bagels and I believe the pizza crust and maybe also the tortillas. At least two of those products don't have any corn in them. Or maybe it depends on the flavor. Double check the label. But I was really excited to learn that because I thought all their products had corn, but that's not true. And the flavors are great. The texture is amazing. I just really loved the whole experience of that brand and so excited when companies like that come out with new flavors. One of my other absolute favorites 
I'm kind of thinking this might have been my favorite product from the entire show is from Sparrow. They're known for making these sunflower cheeses. They're kind of like cheese dips or spreads. They have a pepita egg alternative, pumpkin seed egg. It looks a lot like just egg if you're familiar with that. There's also a few other brands making similar products from mung beans, which if you're sensitive to legumes like me, are a little hard to digest. This, I believe, tastes even better than just egg. Plus, it has no soy, no nuts, no eggs, no dairy, no sugar, no gluten, and no canola ingredients. It's only seven ingredients. I don't have the bottle in front of me, unfortunately, because it's not available yet. I think they said it's coming out in January, but it is full of protein, zinc, and iron. You can scramble it, turn it into an omelet or a quiche, whatever you want to do with an egg. It had an incredible texture and flavor, and it's also keto. So that might I just kept going back there to try more samples. It just hit a spot. Something on the opposite end of the spectrum <laughs> is this popcorn from Pop Time Creations. They have a hot cho- cocoa or hot chocolate, but it's on their label. It says hot cocoa and marshmallow flavor gourmet popcorn. I looked at that and I thought, wow, there's no way that's vegan. Turned out it is vegan and gluten-free. I mentioned I'm sensitive to corn, so I rarely ever eat popcorn. I couldn't resist this. Had to try it. Blew my mind. I brought back a bag for my sister. We sat on the couch after the show eating it and watching some TV show and she was amazed too. It's just like looks really good, but still somehow happens to taste even better than it looks. So if you're into popcorn, highly recommend. They had other flavors, but I was so distracted by this one flavor. I don't even remember what the others were. Something that felt really unique because there weren't a ton of kid products there that I saw is this brand called Mighty Yum, who makes basically plant-based versions of Lunchables. So incredibly cute. They did not have any gluten-free options, which I heard they've just been struggling to find the right bread or crackers, but they come with pepperoni and cheese. They have a quote, ham and cheese lunch kits, a turkey and cheese, and pepperoni pizza. They're super cute packaging, really passionate about the plant-based mission. And I just thought, wow, for a kid to have access to something like that, that's so incredibly cool. I don't know what the price point was. I always remember growing up, Lunchables seemed expensive. I guess compared to buying the individual ingredients and making it at home, they probably were. But as a kid, Lunchables seemed like the coolest thing. So to have a brand that's making a plant-based version, I just think that's amazing. A company that really blew me away energetically, I felt they were just so kind and passionate and seemed like a small business Indian run because they make a line of shelf stable Indian foods. And I have one to show here. I tried a few of their flavors. The one I'm holding up, it's a doll, which means it's lentil based. I'm pretty sure. I think it's pronounced gar ki doll, tempered petite yellow beans. You just put this in a pressure cooker or you can cook it on the stove, although the packaging encourages you to use some sort of pressure cooker. All you do is add water to it and it's ready in like 10 to 15 minutes. Each box has three to four servings. Although when I took this home and made it, I just ate the entire thing for dinner and it was amazing. Vegan, gluten-free, zero preservatives, non-GMO, all natural, full of protein. They had all different dishes. Um, They had some rice, seasoned rice, fenugreek rice. They had another doll. Actually, it looked like four out of the products they had were dolls and two were rice. And I just loved the people that ran the business. They were radiant. Another company, an Indian brand that's Ayurvedic and also in my top products. Probably, let's see, I think I've mentioned three or four of my top, top favorite brands. This would fall into that category. Yoga Pops from Root to India. They are popped water lily seeds inspired by Ayurveda. So each one has an Ayurvedic 
I'm not sure what the term is, but this one I'm holding up is the truffle tantra. That's the pitta and kapha. So it's energy balancing, all vegan, of course, less gluten-free, non-GMO, no preservatives, nut-free and grain-free, also making me drool. These just blew me away. This particular flavor, I tried a masala and there was one other, maybe, I don't know if it was a curry masala or the curry was separate. But anyways, I tried three flavors, absolutely love this truffle. So when I met the founder, she said, well, maybe your Ayurvedic constitution is pitta or kapha, like it says right here on the packaging. So each one, you could actually choose if you know, I think the term is constitution <laughs> for Ayurvedic. So whatever you need, you need more fire or earth in your life. And that makes sense. I'm a fiery person, but I don't remember the whole Ayurvedic element. Let's see on the back here, it should say. So this one, because it contains the truffle mushrooms, is high in antioxidants and good for the immune system. The cooling and soothing quality of the mushrooms help balance the pitta fire element and uplift the cap earth element. Aha, glad I read this because I knew I wasn't getting that right. Also, part of their profits go towards the education of children in rural India. So again, brands that have a mission, I just am so drawn to them. But if it happens to taste really good too, that's like checking off all the boxes. A brief pause here to shout out one of this episode's sponsors, Athletic Greens. And they really tie into this episode well because I trust them. They are trusted by many leading health experts. They're recommended by professional athletes. Of course, I trust them because I love the taste. The ingredients look really great to me. I've been so impressed because the product has 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens. They also have a really great detailed website that answers so many questions. I was really impressed when I went through it and read about their ethos, what they stand for, how they formulate things. I really encourage you to go check that out for yourself and decide, is this a product that you're going to love as much as I do? It helps support my gut health. It's designed to help your nervous system too, your immune system, um, elevate your energy, your recovery, your focus. I mean, it sounds too good to be true. So I'd hope that you would try it out for yourself and to make it really easy, you can go get a free one-year supply of their immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs of AG1 powder with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash wellevator. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash W-E-L-L-E-V-A-T-R. And there you can check out all this information I've been sharing and learn how you can take ownership over your health and pick up this ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I hope you love it as much as I do. Feel free to ask me any questions. And in the meantime, let's get back to the episode. All right. I don't know how many products I have to go. I'm just going to keep going. The next one was a smoked soy-free tofu from a brand that I really enjoy called Big Mountain. They make the most incredible soy-free products. One of them is made from, I think, lion's mane mushrooms. It's a crumble. Oh, it's so good. But this soy-free tofu, I think they said it was made with fava beans. Oh, I love smoky flavor. And another thing that's making me drool right now, thinking back on it, I will be buying this as soon as I see it in stores. Just hit the spot. Soy is one 
one of those things that tends to irritate me. Beans, as I mentioned, generally do, but these felt lighter and easier for me to digest. Okay, an unexpected product, since in general, I don't love this brand, is LaCroix. I think LaCroix is nice and it's fine. I have it when it's available, but I don't go out of my way to buy it generally. An exception is some of their flavors. I love their Lemoncello flavor that came out a few years ago. And they have a new flavor that blew me away. I'm going to hold it up here. It's their Cherry Blossom. It had such a unique, complex flavor. I don't even know how to describe it unless I opened up this can, but I'm saving it. I'm savoring it because I don't think it's available. I haven't seen it in stores yet, but I will probably buy it when I do. If you are a huge LaCroix fan, highly recommend it. If you like their Lemoncello, it's right in line with that. It just feels really special and it's pink. I'm very drawn to this shade of pink. It's kind of like that rose quartz, rose gold, light pink. So it just has this whole experience. A brand that really surprised me because of how unique it is, is called, hopefully I'm pronouncing it right, Chi, C-H-I. They make a plant-based soy and gluten-free product from Sacha Inchi seeds. So loaded with protein, also keto and paleo friendly, really basic ingredients, organic, and the founder, so nice, so positive. And they're in the frozen section. I have not seen them in stores, but I believe she said they're going to be in Sprouts. Another product I would absolutely buy. I can't wait to find it because again, with my food sensitivities and my preference towards low carb foods, it's really hard to find something that has a good texture and a good flavor. I often end up buying Beyond Meat, but that kind of upsets my stomach. Beyond Meat also like has some ingredients in it that I don't really feel great about. So having an option like this makes me so excited. Oh, another product in my top five to 10 products of the entire show is called Strive. Now, this is interesting because it kind of goes against some of the things I just said, because this brand has a fairly long ingredient list for a plant-based meal. But when I find something that tastes really great, hits the spot and is low carb, I feel like I can justify some of the ingredients. Again, that's kind of what I've been doing with Beyond Meat for a long time. Because of my food preferences and needs, I've gone to Beyond Meat over and over again to satisfy my desire for a really good plant-based meat. That's how I feel about Strive, which is making this absolutely fabulous plant-based milk. It's called Free Milk, and that stands for Animal Free Milk. It's made with Perfect Day, which is kind of like the Beyond Meat of the dairy world. I don't know if they have the info on it on the back, but from my understanding, Perfect Day is crafting this way, but in a lab, I think, that makes it animal-free, but it's still technically whey. <laughs> I don't know if that's completely accurate, but they're in some milks, they're in some ice creams. I've had it a few different times, and it just creates a close experience to dairy. This one is probably the best plant-based milk I've had in a long time, and there were a number of plant-based milks at the show. There were some made from sunflower seeds, some made from pecans. I mean, I loved them all, but the issue is that a lot of them don't have this like rich substance, something that truly feels like it's replacing milk. And my jaw dropped when I tried this. It also kind of looks like milk. It doesn't look super plant-based and earthy. So it contains that animal-free whey, sunflower oil, some cane sugar, natural flavors, and then a bunch of like preservatives, including some different gums. It also has vitamin E, A, D2, and B12. So it's not that bad, but a lot of people just don't like drinking products with gums. It is free of canola oil, which is a plus. And on the back, it says it's protein enriched, calcium fortified, vitamin enriched, lower sugar, less saturated fat, essential amino acids, better for the planet, I guess, compared to milk and vegan friendly, 
lactose-free, hormone-free, antibiotic-free, cholesterol-free, animal-free. Yeah. And then at the bottom, it says compared to whole milk. They are made from a, I think the story is that either one of the founders or like the father of one of the founders worked at a dairy farm. And so they were trying to create something really close to dairy-based milk. And I think they absolutely nailed it. It's carrageenan-free too, nut-free, really easy on the stomach in my experience. And I just like felt so excited about it. Would I be more excited if it didn't have the gums in it and the cane sugar? Yes. But again, for what it is, really, really solid option to have in the plant-based milk world. And they were super nice. Enjoyed the experience with them. I even met the formulator. I think the easiest way to describe it, it's like the Beyond Meat of milks. So if you're not into Beyond Meat, this probably wouldn't be for you. I mean, in terms of like formulation, but if you love Beyond Meat and appreciate it, then this is really worth a try. Let's see. Oh, a few more brands. I think I'm getting close to the end. One that just stood out from the perspective of incredible founders is a juice company, organic cold-pressed juice called Drought. And they make these alternatives in terms of packaging to shots. You know how people will buy immunity shots? Maybe you do as well. And therefore, like fighting colds or building up your immune system. And they come in these tiny little bottles. Well, this company puts those tiny little bottles into bigger serving. So instead of, for instance, buying six mini bottles, you buy one regular juice size bottle that has six servings in it. So you can measure them out or just estimate when you drink them. They also make a big box version that has 25 shots in it. So you could keep that at home if you drink them often. You could bring them to work. Companies buy them for events or offices. The founders were absolutely amazing women. They've been in this business for so long. So their formulations are incredible. As I mentioned, they're, they're organic and I think they're based in Detroit. They're really worth looking into. And wow, again, drooling, thinking about it because it just hit the spot. And you know what? That is the last of my photos that I have. I have one final product to mention that I have on hand. And this brand, I'm so thrilled to wrap up this episode with. I probably also forgot some products. So maybe in a future episode of the show, anything else that comes to mind because I tried so many things. I didn't take a picture of everything, but I have them like in bags. I'm going to bring cross country, send them to people. Anyways, this will wrap up this episode. And this brand is called Good Sam. I have them right here. They make wonderful chocolate bars and they're all about making something that's good for you, farmers and the planet. And the back it says, at Good Sam, we believe in those three things and they are central to everything we do. We believe that everyone should make a living wage and have a good quality of life. We believe in the quality of our soil and the regenerative farm practices that keep farms thriving for generations to come. And we believe that when you open up a bag or a snack, you shouldn't have to wonder if the company you're spending your money with is doing the right thing. I mean, doesn't that just make you feel good? So I'm holding up my favorite product of theirs thus far, which is their dark chocolate candy coated peanuts. These are so exciting because there's no sugar added. They're certified vegan, non-GMO, made in the US, and have this big passion for sustainability on so many levels. The texture of these, because they're candy coated, when I first bit into them, I was like, how are these no sugar? sugar added. They they use allulose, which I, I think is one of my favorite sugar-free sweeteners. I do enjoy monk 
fruit and stevia, but those are not always well formulated. Allulose, there's just something about it. It's pretty benign. So it has a little bit of that sugar-free aftertaste, but not as much as you would get from erythritol, which I've realized I really don't like erythritol. And it's in so many sugar-free treats, especially chocolates. I like stevia, but only certain formulations. So I'm glad that they've used allulose and they probably have some sort of reason for using it. I don't know if it's just for flavor or sustainability, but they are just beautiful. They have this incredible coloring that comes from spirulina. So they're kind of like this light blue. As I mentioned, this amazing texture and they just hit that spot. If you're someone who likes chocolate covered peanuts, highly, highly recommend them. Oh, I ripped off the top, but up here on the top, it says things like regenerative farming, as I mentioned, and direct trade. And there's some other detail is no longer there, but I just think they're doing great things for the world. So with that, I'm going to wrap up this episode. As I mentioned, I may bring up some other brands in upcoming episodes of the show on my Monday solos, which means I don't have a guest. It's just me talking about life, what I'm trying, what I'm learning, what I'm experiencing in life. I am going to be traveling back to Los Angeles in about two weeks. So as of the time of this recording, the episodes I record are in advance. So by the time you hear this, I'm either on my way back to Los Angeles or I've already returned. (laughs) So if you enjoy hearing about those travel experiences, I'll probably do a summary episode of that. I plan to do an episode about some of my upcoming adventures before I leave the East Coast. I have a Halloween themed episode and one just about the lessons that I've learned and some of the kind of summaries of the best parts of this journey out here. I'm looking out the window right now of my parents' house and it is that really gray, cloudy, but yet beautiful atmosphere. I'm going to go jump in the hammock right now before my next podcast recording and soak it all in. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed hearing about some of my highlights from this show. If you ever have questions about the products I've mentioned today or upcoming trade shows and you want me to keep an eye out, as I mentioned, I go at least every six months because that's the time period in between Natural Products Expo East and Expo West. I sometimes go to the fancy food show, which is kind of similar, but that one doesn't have as many you know, products in, in alignment with my values. And I'm keeping my eye out in the stores. I also want to emphasize the importance of being mindful about your purchases and how they impact your wallet, how they impact the people making them, the people working at these companies, the packaging and the environment as the ripple effect of all of this. Just knowing that as exciting as these things can be, everything has an impact. So I encourage you to go for things that bring you joy. You know, my example of really enjoying Strive Milk, even even though the ingredients are more processed than I would like, this brings me joy because it's just got a, a satisfaction element to it for me personally, right? Whereas I can lean towards brands like Good Sam that have these much bigger missions and are doing on a different level of thoughtfulness, I suppose, about what they're designing. And also tuning into the energy that to me is such an incredible takeaway for being able to meet people in person. If you don't have that opportunity, try going on their social media and see how you feel when the founders are talking, read about them in the news, see what's going on with them, go on their website, ask them questions if you need to. Like, I really encourage you to just learn more about who's making the products that you're buying and are there other alternatives? And like I mentioned, you can always reach out to me to see if I know of something because I'm always paying attention to what's going on in the plant-based, gluten-free, keto, sustainability fields, just taking note of what the options are for you. And I'm just grateful for you being part of that journey and it brings me 
joy to share this with you. So I hope that you felt that from me and stay tuned. Next episode will be coming out in just a few days with a guest. I have some wonderful people lined up to talk about all different subject matters on this show. Coming up this Friday, let me take a look. You'll be learning more about marginalized identities. Then I have an episode coming out about relationships, romance, really learning how to grow through your relationships, how to make them work long term. And after that, I have an episode all about relationships between mothers and daughters and a few more episodes I haven't even recorded yet, but are on the queue at the right term. They're coming up every Friday. If you ever have a specific type of guest or a topic you'd like me to cover, please let me know. You can reach me through email, social media, or you can join my private community Beyond Measure, which is designed to connect with people in real time through video all around the world. We gather every week to have discussions, to nourish each other, to grow, to hold space, to give each other a focused time to learn and to achieve whatever's on your mind. Beyond Measure has been a deep passion of mine and still a little baby. It's in its infancy. There's a lot of work to come with that project, but you are welcome to join and experience the growing pains together. You probably won't notice it, but I certainly do have so much more I want to do with that project, just like this show. There's, it's always a work in progress. So thank you for being part of all the work. Thank you for who you are. I would love to connect with you more, whatever you choose. Again, my contact information, the show notes, the links to everything I mentioned are available at wellevator.com. That's W-E-L-L-E-V-A-T-R.com. I encourage you to subscribe to the show if you want to automatically receive new episodes that come out. And I look forward to seeing you then. Bye for now. Thanks for listening and getting out of your comfort zone with us today. For show notes and more high-performance resources to help you thrive, go to wellevator.com. That's W-E-L-L-E-V-A-T-R.com.